not the footy show. Show? I'll talk to you. What's Can you going? send everyone else away? No, go! Back What's going on? You've been sent off. He called me an effing then, so he can go. Once again, crisis has brought out the best in us. G'day League Lovers, welcome to episode 219 of Not The Footy Show. I'm back baby, Mr DC is back. WD Nicholson's been here the whole time, same with uh, Rob Cox. And uh, tonight, what are we going to be talking about, WD? I don't know, but you nailed that intro, mate. So uh, I, I, I can't add anything to that. Rob, can you add anything, anything to that, mate? That was the best intro you've done all afternoon, man. That was really good. Well, I thought... Take number 52. Part of the intro is meant to be introducing what's going to be on the show tonight, and you guys just ruined it. <laughs> no, no, it's not what you're doing. I was on show. a roll. Um, I heard during the week, actually, that we're quite boring, Rob. Uh, Who said this, that? This is what the, the rumour came out, that we were like yep. the most boring... Uh, NRL podcast on the interwebs. Yep, we're so uh, boring so that we're so boring that DC demanded to join us this week. He did. How uh, boring! He been the one that said I that. don't know if I said boring. I, I said you guys agree with each other too much. You need a bit of controversy. You need someone in here who can like. Then why do we get you? Throw a tantrum and <laughs> give give some alternative. Half the time, my opinion is different because I just haven't been researching it the same as you guys. Mm. So. You know. Oh, yeah. that's 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 NRL I'm, Twitter, basically. I'm so the, you've, you've it. Well, I'm the voice of the common man who doesn't know everything that's mm. going on in rugby league, and you need that every now and then on your podcast because we so need it, Rob. You guys sort of fly over the head of too many people out there, and we're highfalutin. Is yeah. What he's telling yeah, yeah, yeah. Us. He's still he's still, he's still being critical, isn't he? He's, he's giving us critique. <laughs> oh, very much. Yeah, right. I gave him a cookie tonight. <laughs> it's because like, I didn't feed him. Anyway, after the break on the footy show, we'll get into. Uh, episode 219, we've got AFB, Joey L, uh, the road trip to Canberra with these three nifnuffs and uh, our round nine tips, et cetera, et cetera. So join us for a bit more, Mr. DC, bringing oh, just so much interest to this new episode of Not The Footy Show, episode 219. Not The Footy Show. I'm back, baby! Very, um, I'm very heated in the moment, um, you know, sort of acted out. Within a split second, uh, so you know, think back now, I shouldn't have said what I said, uh, but you know, I let my emotions get the best of me, uh, you know, and if I could take it back, I probably would have. Uh. We understand there were some further words spoken in the dressing room or the tunnel area. Can you take us through that? Yeah, I remember walking back into the uh, into the sheds, and uh, I forget who was in there already, but uh, you know, sort of speaking there loudly, uh, wasn't aware that the refs were uh, in the tunnels. Um, and yeah, they must have uh, heard me say what I said in, in the sheds, um, you know, but it wasn't, um, didn't say it directly to their face, you know, it was just sort of me uh, venting out loud in the sheds and, yeah, they happened to hear it. I went and approached um, the ref and, um, you know, I said I was very sorry. Obviously, um, you know, it's very unprofessional of me uh, to act out the way I did and, um, you know, obviously I made myself look bad, the club looked bad and, um, you know, it's not, it's not um, the top person I am, so, yeah. Do you understand your choice of words are considered highly offensive to people living with disabilities? I do now. At the time, I didn't. Um, growing up, I sort of used the word differently, not knowing the, what it actually meant. Um, now that I know what it means, uh, you know, I'm very apologetic. Um, you know, I did not mean any harm, or I didn't mean to use it in a, drog a derogatory uh, type of way uh, to offend anyone. 
Um, you know, if I have offended anyone, I am very sorry. Um, you know, anyone with disability, I, I do not make fun of any um, disabled people. Uh, you know, and uh, I'll be um, working closely with the club over the next couple of weeks that I've suspended um, to, you know, um, offer my support to anyone that was, um, you know, offended by my words and, um, you know, hopefully can make amends for what I, for what I said. We had done a podcast uh, on Tuesday night. It's the 7th of July. And the first topic that we went into was Adam Fanua Blake's comments, uh, two comments that he made to the referee on the weekend. Since we have recorded and we've displayed and offered some opinions on the subject, Adam has actually released a video on the Manly website where he's answered a bunch of questions relating to his comments, particularly the follow-up one, which has landed him in even more hot water. Now, our viewpoints were informed on everything that was said before these comments from Fanua Blake, and I played them uh, just now uh, before this section. Gents, uh, obviously your viewpoint was before, an hour ago. It, has it changed at all before people listen to what you're about to say um, in regards to Fanua Blake, Dave? I think the fact that he's come out and apologised is... You know, it's what you're supposed to do, but it's I. When they do it in that press conference way, it's very hard to take it. So there's a media manager sincerely. feeding questions to him, and then he's yeah. answering. Yes, and and even the questions that are coming through are a bit. I don't know. They were sort of stagnant or whatever, and, and it, I think everyone agrees. You, you you just don't say that. You just don't do that. It's just wrong. And 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 really and really, that's where it's got to stop, doesn't it? That's it. it it's Just wrong. Admit that it's wrong. Yeah. Okay, Rob. Well, I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> I still think what he said was in bad taste. I, I still believe that it was wrong. I'm glad that he has so showed some uh, sorrow for what he said. Uh, not entirely sure that it's he's sorry for what he said, or if he, if it's because he got caught saying what he said. Um, Look, it, it's a high-pressure situation for not only the referee, but the players. You know, they've just worked their butts off for eighty minutes, and and to to feel whether you're ripped off or not, to feel like you've just been shortchanged can make you explode. But hopefully, whatever sentence he gets will be enough for him to consider his words next time and. Uh, and hopefully for some juniors who may may be watching and, and understand that they too should choose their words wisely and not be, you know, derogatory towards people with disabilities. So I think and it's just even, it's just that the, the, those words just aren't very nice, you know, to refer to someone who's a, clearly able bodied. And we we go into this in detail in our next in our next segment. Dave, any last comments before we play that? Yeah, I, in general, you should be trying to control your temper anyway. In general, you shouldn't be, you know, cutting loose at the referees. And in general, you shouldn't be using those kind of words to put someone down. The it's crux, the crux of what I didn't like about his, his public statement tonight by video is that there's this classic line that gets put out there, and, and this is the one. I didn't mean to use it in a derogatory way to offend anyone, and if I offended anyone, I'm very sorry. Just say you're sorry. Say that it actually 
yeah, it cuts you that you you've made a mistake. But to put the little clarifier at the end, I'm glad he's done it. But the clarifier just it 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 takes the wind out of it as far as I'm concerned. And you'll hear what we think about it um, coming up on on the rest of the episode. Hope you enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty serious topic that I don't think we've heard the end of because the CEO of the NRL, Andrew Davis, said that there will be further um, punishment coming for uh, Adam Fanel Blake. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show. Here's episode 219 of Not the Footy Show. Not the Footy Show. Okay, we're back and it's time to get stuck into the title of this podcast, which is Once a Grub. Dot, dot, dot. How does that finish, Dave? Generally, that when someone says once a grub, how does it finish that saying? Once a grub, two weeks later, a butterfly. That wasn't what I was looking for. Rob, uh, you might have a go. Once a grub, always a grub. How about that? Does that sound about right? You've, That's yeah, you've, you've played that beautifully. Uh, we've got a couple of those, unfortunately, out of round number eight, and that is Adam Fanua Blake on Sunday afternoon when he unleashed a tirade on referee Atkins. And he's been given two weeks suspension, but he's accepted. He was facing three if he went to the judiciary and fought it. Now, we're starting with him and not Joey. We'll get to Joey in a sec. But AFB has got an interesting backstory, uh, to say the least. And that's as far as we'll go with that. But in the last 12 months or so, he's definitely, um, what's the word? He hasn't endeared himself to opposition fans. Is that a fair statement, Rob? Oh, I think he likes to get under their skin, mate. I, I actually think he's a fantastic player. I think he's one of the best front rowers in the comp. Um, and look, he, he, I think he overstepped the line on the weekend. I think he'd even, he would even probably say that. Uh, but, you know, <clears throat> I, think he was, I think he was unwittingly um, kind of provoked a little bit. I don't know if he was... <sighs> a lot of people would blow up in that situation, even pros. NRL players, mm. you know, and and look, it's not the first time this year that um, that Manly have maybe been given the rough end of the pineapple from the from the um, jurisdiction, um, namely the referees in the bunker. So it's it's a difficult one. He shouldn't have said what he said. What he said was out well, of line. That's the issue that's really at play here. It's funny because you know that players knew games. The obscenities are hurled in the general direction of referees at different times. It's a matter of how it's linked to the second word generally. Um, and in this particular... Surely the ref makes his decision each time about what... Yeah, something wrong is different to yeah. you're a something, something. There's a there's a, there's a yeah, real okay. difference in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you mentioned there, Rob, and it's <clears> the point I'm going to jump on, we led the podcast the last time Manly apparently got dudded with Tommy Trebojevic's reaction right after the game to that forward pass. And he said, that's footy. Now, he didn't run at the referee and, and call him a something-something. He was angry at the time, but then was afterwards he, he can't. He, was, he couldn't believe it. That, but it's this goes back to what I'm talking about with regards to the, the name of the pod. If you've got this in you, you've got this in you. And okay. you heard Des the other night afterwards say, oh, that's not in his nature and you know he shouldn't have said it. And at least Des was open about the fact he shouldn't have said it. But there is something coming out today, Rob. Dave didn't know about it. Do you know about the second thing that's been said? No, I don't. And who's it by, though? Is it by Jake or is it by Adam? I don't know. From Fanua Blake, there is an uh, allegation today by Ray Hadley that on the referee's report, get this, that uh, <clears throat> he has called him a something, and I use this word with respect to as possible, spastic is the, is the word that he's used in regards to Atkins. Mm. And... 
that wasn't known apparently when the charges got laid and Volandis has come out and said that he is going to throw the book at him as a result of this. Now, you didn't know about that. Dave didn't know about that. How does this make you guys feel that if he's, I guess, doubled down on this, lack of a better way of putting it, stereotype in terms of an insult? And that's the issue here is that he didn't just say you're wrong. He said these words. How do you guys both feel? Dave, you can start. All right. Well, you know I'm going to be a bit controversial here. I, I personally don't care. I, I, I understand that there are people out there that do care and I understand that it's not the nicest word, but it's also just, uh, for one, I'm going to start using, sometimes people just use colorful language just because they want to insult someone. And it's not meant to be, what's the word derivative? The, like, it's not meant to be bringing anyone down in any way. Uh, it doesn't matter if it hurts people, it hurts people, but, Tell him he's not allowed to say it, but don't overreact to it. Don't don't make it out as though he's used it's the same as you know a c word or something. <laughs> this like is that. worse, man. You reckon? This is worse, Rob. I I reckon it's worse. I I can't well, agree with you at all. Well, the report the reports are right, and and I'm not going to mix my words up. The reports are initially he called Grant Atkins. He said he was pushed in the back. You effing retard. Okay, that's apparently what the first thing he said to you know. Uh, referee Atkins was now like you say he's doubled down and he's he's <clears throat> he's referred to the referee as as somebody you know who who suffers from uh, uh, maybe a horrible illness I, I I agree with I agree with Dave in a way he's not saying that's what you are he's he's he found a name to call the guy I think he's yeah that doesn't make it okay it's it's not good. It's not good either way. But yeah. but look, the frustration, you know, and some people handle frustration differently. Some people throw their toys out of the pram, like Adam did on the weekend, you know, and he probably he, he needs to watch his mouth going into the future. If Valandis said he's gonna throw the book at him, I dare say that, that Adam may sit down for a month or so on this. Um and I'd hate to see that because I you know, it's he hasn't really, he hasn't really hurt anyone. He hasn't taken a player out off the ball. He hasn't punched anyone in the face. He hasn't, he hasn't intimidated a referee, you know. Um, but he, what he did, what he did still is not right, and he, and he will, he will get a punishment for it. Um, I can't see him getting off if, if the chairman of the board has said. We're going to throw the book at him. I, I dare yeah. say that on top of the original charge, yeah. So, yeah. but is the is everyone upset about the fact that he's disrespected a referee or is everyone upset about him using that, that kind of language? It's, it's I, both. And the, the, the kicker in this is the length. It's the length. I, I disagree with you completely about whether he meant it as derogatory or not. He absolutely. He meant it to derogatory. He wouldn't use it. If he just said you are no. something wrong, I'm with you about the frustration, <clears throat> but you can't say this word and just say, Oh, it's just a word I come up. I, I, I can't agree with you at all there. No, I hear you. The, the, it, it's an insult because of what it means, because of what mm. you're referring to. Yeah, look... But if he said, you, you effing idiot, would everyone be just as upset? He, he may have been sent would off, everyone... but it wouldn't be the same deal. No. Yeah, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't be in as much trouble no, as he is now. He, he, I don't think he would have been. I think he could have probably called him, him an effing anything other than a minority group or, or a group of people that may be suffering from an illness. Um and probably not have felt this kind of weight on him. 
Um, don't worry, DC. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I got a foot in each camp here, and it's not. I'm not being agreeable because I know you think agreeable's been boring, but I do understand. Yeah, it's not boring. I'll say that much. I do understand your argument, mate. And um, uh, some people, some people are particularly thin-skinned about it. But as an organisation, I think they probably should be a little bit thin-skinned about it, given that it's not something that you want your ten-year-old boy running around and calling people. Um, and you know. We know we know how juniors can see, you know, one thing on the field on the weekend. The next weekend, they go off and and emulate it. And uh, mm. I would dare say that if a junior was to refer to a referee in that such way, they'd probably get a year off. And and I know, I know that when junior organisations punish you, they will punish you hard. And um, that's well, not. Landis mentions that. Does he? Okay. He refers, he refers very much to the. This is what could be said on the weekend as a result. So, mm. and this is after the Hadley report. So, where we're at, and this is the second part of this. Mm. AFB, we know what he is, and we know how he's reacted here. What really took the the cake for me was the statement that he released. I haven't seen it. Well, must admit, the club released on his behalf. Yep, they've written something for him, and he's then been attributed to it. Yep. What was hard to stomach wasn't the fact that they said that he went into the rooms and apologised afterwards. I'm, you know, well done. I, I got no drunk. That's good, but it's a written statement. It's not him standing there reading something out. I could have lived with him standing there reading it out, but this is purely just a written statement that has. So much club speaking it is ridiculous. I'm not saying that he didn't necessarily mean that he was. Um, what's the yeah, word? Yeah, but you can. The, he, he wasn't uh, contrite. Contrite. I'm not saying he was, but you've got to say that. But there's on the camera. element. Yeah, that's right. The element's there for people to think that it might be. And that's the that's the thing. You're better off doing that. That struck, struck me about it. It's just like you know, given he's crossed this line and he has crossed a line, mm. um, he has to say it publicly. He can't just say it. As a statement, and I what think so. is going to be very yeah. interesting is if this next one sees him get two more weeks or three more weeks or four more weeks. Not only is he going to have to get stand up and actually say something publicly, and if they send another statement out that's written, honestly, get your head read. But the biggest thing they have to do, and it's got alluded to in the article that was written around the Hadley comments, is he's going to have to do a lot of community service now. He's going to have to be very, very proactive in regards to that. And it could be the best thing for him. As much as I've labelled this podcast once a grub, always a grub. Maybe it's what he needs. He ne- maybe he needs that reality check. Is it going to make up for it? Is, is community service going to all of a sudden mean that we've got to hope that he can change? That's my view on it. Anyway, that's uh, there's got to be something out like of this. Just that written statement is not enough. Does it make him a grub or does it make him a hothead? Well, I said there's a there's a history here of a few things. Has he done this before? Has he called referees? Has he been in trouble for... He hasn't been, he hasn't been charged on this, but you can tell... I, I, look, I couldn't say in round X, Y, Z of 2019 this happened. Right. But I've seen enough football of him playing to know that he's not exactly the, the cheeriest chap with referees. <laughs> well, the Players say this type of stuff to each other on the field and, and even worse. And does it get reported? Um, look, I, I, I know for a fact that players do this. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm not saying that I endorse it, um, but I know for a fact that players, w- that would be something that a player would call another player. 
hundred percent. If it got reported that a player had called another player that, would the NRL react just as strongly? Because it got it got reported, and therefore it brings the game into disrepute. No, see, and therefore no, I'll, someone's I'll, got I'll to catch you on this. Reported is is a strange way of describing what happened the other night. This is the end of the game. A decision goes against Manly, and he runs at the referee and says it to him. That is different than, than it just being reported that was said. Mm. No, I thought okay, I thought that was in the in the tunnel as they were going. No, no, no this is on the field. There's there's, there's it, actual it footage. There's footage yeah, from, from it, the northwestern yeah. camera looking across as they're walking off, and you can see Adam saying something. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm no lip reader, but I, I imagine if you kind of had a hint on what he said, you could probably figure it out. Um, yeah. Look, I, I, I don't think I don't to the referees at any time. You, you can't. It's it's got to be brought down hard. Well, let's wrap up this part of it first. Mm. The decision. And this is the this is the key part in the in the defence of he's frustrated. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, this is the key part of the whole thing. This referee who he went at actually calls out that it should be a penalty when he referred it to the bunker. Yeah. He all, the reason he referred it to the bunker, Dave, is that he said, "Is it a penalty try?" I've said I've got interference back in. Further up the yeah, flight. Yeah, it's a good point. So when Maxwell, who's Jared Maxwell, the video ref, made the decision that was nothing in it, he said there's nothing in the lead up. The players, in their moment of madness, actually didn't realise that the bloke who was actually on yeah, their side right. actually is the one that sent it upstairs. And yeah, I, Maxwell's held his job, by the way. Does that mean that they were more... Sorry, we'll say that again. What, Warwick, say that again, mate. Maxwell, what? Maxwell's doing three games this weekend. He hasn't been punished. Right. Look, I... I I personally think Maxwell got it wrong. Well, that's my personal opinion. I think I that I, I think yeah. it should have been a penalty, and I wonder if there is any avenue going forward that it happens at full time. I wonder if there's any avenue going forward for a referee who's in control of the game. The bunker's not in control of the game, so we're told. Um, is there? Could the referee have said, "Yep, it's no try. I'm going back up there, and I'm going to award a penalty." Is he? Does he have the power to do that? Yeah, I thought he could. It's a breakdown of the system. Okay, so so he felt like he couldn't because he felt like the video referee was the one that was going to make the full decision there, and the video referee made his decision, and so therefore the on-field referee couldn't. Well, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, the bunker should only be able to adjudicate on a try, not on, and if it's a or if it's a if there's a foul in the try, if there's a penalty in the try, but I would have thought. And I don't know because I'm no I'm no qualified referee, but I would have thought that the referee in control of the match could then have said, "Okay, I'm looking at the board. It says no try, but I know there was a foul up there, and I'm going to go and blow a penalty right there because I'm in control of this game." I think he can, but the key part of this is that Maxwell categorically says there's nothing in the lead up, so he overrules that decision from Atkins. Mm. It's just interesting when the when the referees do watch the big screen, they get to see it. Uh, and if he decides that there's something in it, I, I would have thought that he could argue the, the pushing the back happened, and then another player came in from the side and knocked him out as well. No, no, it was, was it was current. like that. That kind of happened. The push, as the push went in, Funa went into the fullback. Yeah, that was the. It, I still think it was a penalty. I, I, I honestly think it's a penalty. And it was a penalty that really mattered. It was a penalty uh, that. Well, it's a, it's a sideline penalty that gives them an opportunity to level the score. So you're right; it does yeah. matter. Um, and they watch it on replay, and no one of the five or so officials on no, the night. It's the one. It's the one. Come up with Annesley, a decision. But that's the problem. Annesley said, is saying way too much in these briefings that happen on Mondays because he gets himself in trouble by over trying to explain things. 
but he basically said he disagrees, and it was a matter of opinion, which is so he disagrees that he, he disagrees he it's in the been a penalty, okay. but he he hid behind the whole. It's a matter of a, a difference of opinion as a why, as to why, which mm. is basically every decision. So if they've ever apologised for anything ever, it's a difference of opinion. Like it's a difference of opinion. So anyway, so, we're going so to show up. Ennisley agrees with us. Correct. Um, we're going to speak about somebody else that had a bit of a brain snap after the break here on the footy show. Off the footy show. I think he takes out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. comes up with some dumb plays, BJ. Simbin. There you go. Joey Simbin. Who wants to argue that call? Okay, we're back. It's episode 219. Dave Chapman in the vicinity. In the house. In the house. <laughs> Rob Cox in cosy Camden. How cold is it out there tonight, bud? It's not, actually. I've got a, I've got a fire going, mate. Um, hopefully it's not engulfed my lounge room by now um, since I walked away from it. No, I've got, it, I've got the, the fires on and uh, I'm staying nice and warm. Well, you haven't lost control, but someone who did lose control on uh, Saturday night was Joey Leilua. Yep. Uh, we know he plays the game on the edge um, for a bunch of reasons, and we know that a few clubs have given up on him over the years. Uh, he landed at the Tigers this season. Curtis Scott traded for Joey Leilua quickly. Who's winning that trade right at the moment, Tigers or Raiders? Curtis Scott's a gun. Didn't you see him on the weekend? <laughs> Rob? Uh, look, I don't know if any of them are great signings, to be honest. I, I don't no, but know. If you, who, who's doing better? Rugby league-wise? Scott just. Oh, I think Scott. I think Scott by about that much. Okay, so Curtis Scott named in uh, Jersey 21 this weekend has got Joey Lailua covered. I like it. Uh, but Joey Lailua. It's all right, Dave. Uh, oh, it. He has... Do you call it a brain snap or did you call it? Because it wasn't. It's It wasn't a brain snap. It's concurrent with what he's done in the past. Is, is he took his Joey. moment to have a go at the guy that he wanted to have a go at. I didn't see the... I, I, when that happens, I like to rewind and go, what happened to make Joey want to get in like that? Because it was a square up. No, it, there was something no, it was, happened. It was, he picked, he picked the, the wrong guy. Got, it wasn't, his brother it, got hit in the head. It wasn't the same guy. He was trying months. to get square with Appy Corusau for... That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Dylan, Dylan Edwards Alan, did. No, that was ages before. Yeah, that's what he was he's angry about. Correct, though. Yeah. That's what he's he, angry he, about. Edwards did yeah, nothing to right. him. Edwards was so collateral. No one damage. was running at Joey. But, Joey couldn't run at Appy. So when the opportunity came in that Was that second, the first time the opportunity came? To lay someone out, yeah. He, okay. He'd run pretty right. hard to people. He'd, he'd run into tackles and stuff since. But when that happened, yeah. basically, he's. we know what happened. You saw it on the. On the the game when you were watching people. If you're listening, he runs into um, Dylan Edwards when Dylan Woods doesn't have the ball. It's on the line. Someone else has got the ball about a metre and a half away, social distancing. And um, uh, Joey cocks the arm and takes off uh, Dylan Edwards' head. Coach Hanger. What I'm getting at here is what we talked about um, via text, Rob. Mm. If that is not a send-off in today's yeah. rugby league, yeah, what more did he have to? Did he have to bend the elbow and then make connection? Is that is it the fact that his arm was open? Is that is that why it's not a send-off? Because this is more connected to a wider discussion that you and I had on Saturday night. Yeah. But the referee people, in that instance lost control of the game, and you saw it coming from a mile. And players get sent off for a professional foul that's holding someone down too long. This is this is this is foul play versus, professional foul, but yeah, yeah, but it's it's a stiff arm to the head versus just trying to win the game by holding someone down too long. It's it's ridiculous. It's remarkably different. And Rob, you were there. You saw yeah. the game un, unravel. Look, and, uh, 
I, I think the referee did lose lose control of the game a little bit um, <clears throat> for one reason or another. Uh, mm. Joey Leilua should have been sent from the field um, just as much as Adam Fanua Blake was. Um, it was off the ball. It was late. It was on a player that didn't have the ball at all. And it was, you know, it was, it was violent. Um, what do you got to do? Uh, you know, so the thing that annoys me about plays like this, things that happen like this, is Kikau ran in to protect his little mate. Now, if Kikau had punched him in the, in the jaw and broken his jaw, he'd probably get four weeks for it. And he would have given the same 10 minutes that Joey would have had. Well, I think he, given. yeah, well, maybe. But, I mean, it, it, it was ridiculous. I, I think he should have been sent from the field. Um, mm. And I don't know what his record's like, but they're saying he's probably going to get four weeks. Or did he get four weeks? What's the story? He, gets, he took four weeks. Yeah, he took four weeks. four weeks. I think um, it was six if he challenged. It was, a, it was a brain explosion. And he's done this a few times before. I mean, he, was, he played for your club for a while, didn't he? I mean... Um, <laughs> And look, I, I've got a little. I, I'm not sure whether this is the right. I, I've got a little issue with Luciano as well because I really don't think that Appy got him that good. I don't think, you know, it's hard to tell sometimes on the field when you when you're back a little bit. And but from the replays, Luciano looked like he first of all went down, grabbed his jaw, and yelled, and then was knocked out. Mm. Uh, he definitely lay prone there for a long. Time. From from nearly every knockout I've seen, you're knocked out. If you're out, you're out. You don't yeah. yell first, grab the jaw, then go to sleep. Yeah. If you're knocked out, you're mm. knocked out. Generally on the first hit, you're knocked out. Um, so well, I guess what I'm saying is I believe I, – I've, I've, my personal opinion is I think Luciano might have been milking a little. But then when the it's Medicab fair. came on the field, I think he may have known that he overstepped the milk. Yeah. They were getting the penalty. I mean, it was an accidental high tackle. And that was announced really early on by yeah. referee Adam G. But, the but was going I, I, I was watching Joey in the background with his teammates. He was blowing up Deluxe. Yeah. And he was really blowing up. I, I wish there was some footage that you could find of it. But he was talking to the teammates in the background as, as brothers laying on the ground. Luciano's laying on the ground. And he was fired up. He was, you know, I could see words to the effect of, we're going to get this guy. You know, yeah. um, and he was really blown up. Then he walked over. Once Luciano had been on the ground for a couple of minutes, he walked over, and then Appy went and had a look, and it almost flared up there. Um, I don't think there was much in the Coruscant tackle. I think Luciano did go down, like went into the tackle, and the arm was swinging a little bit. It wasn't like the the, fen- the the fist was clenched, and it was, you know, it wasn't a stiff arm across the jaw. It was a flick. I mean, it was really not mm. a whole lot in it. But anyway, um, my opinion is. Luciano, uh, Joey should have been sent from the field. Um, I'm, you know, I, I don't really care what weak penalty he got, but he shouldn't. Oh, you fine with four weeks, though. You fine with four weeks? I, I don't know about his record, so I don't know how he, how you know. I mean, four weeks is, I guess, for for what d- didn't injure another player. I mean, it didn't injure Edwards. I would say that's on the heavier end of a non-injury kind of a contact. Um, but sorry, what was that? It shouldn't matter. Oh, it does. I know it, it does. does. I know it does, but it shouldn't. It really yeah. annoys me. It, it doesn't matter what the outcome was. It matters what your intent was. Well, 
I guess I guess looking at it, Luciano, Luciano, oh, sorry, uh, Billy Billy Joe Joseph, whatever he calls himself these days, is <laughs> is probably 25, 30 kilos heavier than Dylan Edwards, and and I think if he really wanted to, I think he could have almost taken his head off. Take a cruise. You know what? At times I've watched him over his career, Joey, and I've thought, "Geez, you're a good player." And then there's other times I've watched him over his career. And I thought, and I think to myself, "Man, you do some stupid stuff." Um, and I think he's got the the ability, the footballing ability and the physical ability to be one of the best centres in the world like he proclaimed to be at the start of the year. But I just don't know if he can keep his head on long enough. You know? Have they ever played together in the same team in the lower grades? No, or this is the first time because Joey's quite old. I- Quite a bit older. Yeah. Than five, yeah. Five or and is it, I mean, is it just a case of some brothers just oh, look, play together because they're going to get emotionally upset? You've got a brother. Rob, you don't have a brother, do you? No. No. You know, yeah, I, but uh, there's other brothers in the comp that don't react hey, to that. Dave, ask yourself the question. If your brother got knocked out, well, hit high by Appy Coruscant, how would you want to react to that? Would you be looking for, for blood? No, because it's rugby league. You just don't like your brothers that much. That's all right. Oh, right. <laughs> but in, if you're near a pub, you staying tall with your mates and your brothers. But if you're playing rugby league, it's part of the game. I've seen it. I've seen a few brothers do that. Sam Burgess was very protective of his twin brothers, the juniors. The number one is when uh, Glenn Stewart and Adam Blair are having a go at Brookvale Oval. Oh, and, and yeah. Chris Stewart runs over. <laughs> and he just yeah, comes in right. and yeah. takes him off. Um, and didn't get anything for that. Yeah. Just quiet, no, remember? Just, I don't yeah, even think you got a warning. And stuff. Um, but yeah, no, anyway, liability is the word. Absolutely. The word. And, and you know, if he's going to play with his brother going forward, you just need to, you know, you just got to let it go. I mean, he didn't get killed on the field. He didn't get really maimed. And I just, like I say, I, I just don't know if Luciano did anyone any favours by, um, you know, laying down on the ground, milking for a little bit longer than he needed to. You know, I, I really don't think, didn't look like there was a whole lot in it. I hope I'm wrong. Final question for both of you. Do you think Michael Maguire, who has been very tough on his team and has made a statement, he's dropped Benji Marshall for losing the Titans game or whatever the reason was. Do you think he sends a message to Joey in four weeks' time by making him miss another week? He, I, I think he might if whoever replaces Joey does a good job. Yep. Yeah. But that's that's. Is it predicated on form though? Like, do you think Michael Maguire is sitting there going, "That's unacceptable," and I'm gonna? Uh, he's got to learn. I reckon there's a chance. I reckon there's a chance. It'd probably do a bit of good. He he may I well, mean, mate. I, I just think it, Matt. I just think it, it it it'll be. Does he need him back straight away? Mm. Um, I don't know if you can premeditate this and and think. Okay, I'm going to give him another week, no matter what, because he may need him back. Well, Who's the likely replacement? Cheekham's coming in in the centres this week. He's a good player. He's a good player. And he's the kind of player that just needs an opportunity, really. I don't think he's a genuine centre, though. I mean, he's an edge-back role. But, I mean, there's there's only one difference in him these days. But, I, yeah, he's a good player. He's a very good player. And he always makes a difference when he comes on the field. So he's going to get a chance. That's good for him. Let's see what happens. All right, that's the grub factor taken care of here on the footy show. Mm. And look at that beard. There's a lot of grub sitting right next to me. Well, it's 1.5 metres apart, of course. Uh, We're going to come back with our uh, recap of the road trip to Canberra that happened last Friday between these three uh, nuts. Whitehead's cactus in the middle. Come on! Bomb, bomb. 
Just, just kick it out. Just kick it out. Kick it out. We'll take it. Wasn't pretty in the end, but we'll take it. Okay, back. It's episode 219, not the footy show. Rob Cox in Camden. Dave Chapman somewhere here. And I'm Warwick Nicholson. We've gone through the Grub Factor 3000. And it's time to talk about the uh, three-hour trip to Canberra that the three of us took on Friday to head down to see. It wasn't three hours for Rob. It was an hour for you and me extra. No, it's long enough. Uh, we went down to see Canberra play the St. George of the Laura Dragons on Friday. Robbed. No issues getting tickets, which was really surprising given there's only 1,500 allowed in the ground. And I think the big part we're going to talk about here is the COVID impact as a fan. That's the real angle here. But to start with, it was a lovely trip uh, down on Friday afternoon, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, it was. It was good. We had, we, the radio wasn't on. We just talked the whole way down. And I can guarantee you there's a reason I didn't hit record on that because I didn't want to sit through three hours and have to edit down the same argument again and again and again and again. What do we cover? What do you mean? I, can't, I can't remember. What, what do we cover? Oh, we covered everything, didn't we? I we covered there's... a bit too much and we, we, we said some stuff that you wouldn't be able to put in here anyway. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I think there was a lot of colourful language and uh, expressions used pub style yeah. expressions so i don't know the, the, the big thing we did cover was expansion and whether it was oh, yes the right decision or not and i can and you guys were wrong and i was right <laughs> that's why i didn't hit record uh the, the what i can tell you is that if you head to uh, youtube.com slash w nicholson if you're already watching uh, this episode now i finally uploaded the brisbane second team name oh, suggestions video. four weeks Come in the making watch. well done mate it, it, about three weeks i think but mm. yeah it's it's Finally up, uh, please check it out. I'll put a link on the uh, YouTube clip now. Otherwise, you can get it on the YouTube channel or wnicholson.com. Mm-hmm. And neither of you two have seen it. We ran out of time before we started recording yeah. tonight, day for you to watch, but you can watch it on the train tomorrow. It's yeah, yeah. about 14 minutes long, and hopefully you find it interesting. And I've uh, made a special effort with the, uh, the logo designs for the suggested team names that you may Ooh. enjoy. Uh, look, it's not, you know, super graphic design skills, but they're, they're, it's, it's capable. Let's just say that. Uh, and speaking of capable, uh, the, the restrictions at the ground on Friday night, they, they were pretty good. The restrictions were good. I don't know if the crowd pushed the, the buttons too much, but we all sat our two seats or two seats so apart. It was two seats apart if you were well, the person. As in two it. seats in between us. So Warwick, mm-hmm. it was me and then two spare seats and then Warwick was on over there. I did notice... Do we go into that now? No, no, well, it, it, just generally, it was only 1,500 people there. Rob, you were on the ground itself. Mm. Did it look like there were many people there or they no. looked very, very sparse? It looked very bare, um, especially the next night I was at Bank West and that looked like it was a lot tighter packed. I don't mm. know about the social distancing there. Uh, but definitely was a, looked from where I was sitting, it looked like you guys and girls and everyone in the crowd were... Not that you could see us, Rob. Oh, I couldn't see you. I couldn't yes, see right. you guys... Well, you gave him bad directions. So Dave likes to get, if we go to a game, Dave likes to get a, a shot from the paparazzi, as he calls him. <clears throat> and so I said, now I'm asking you as, as listeners, uh, if, if I send something to somebody, we'll call him Rob. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, we are sitting in a straight diagonal from the tunnel through the posts. And that's where we're sitting. And there's 1,500 people in the ground. Do you think 
you might it's be possible able to pick out the one guy that he might red. be able to find out the uh, Steelers fan sitting next to me <laughs> and some niff nuff in a Raiders beanie and hat. Do you reckon it's a chance? Earlier, you had told him that we're going to be on the southern side. He didn't remember that. <laughs> I, Rob, up Rob, how did you interpret the message? I will mate? take you to task on that. Okay, that is the most brain dead description of where somebody is sitting that I've ever heard. Okay, we are sitting diagonally through the post from the tunnel. Straight diagonal. What? What is doing? <laughs> tell me what bay you're sitting in. Okay, and tell me if you're at the northern end of the ground or the southern end of the ground. If we had told you bay sixty three, would you have known? Yeah, because I can you, see the you bay know the numbers. Yeah, I can see the Bay numbers. I would have figured out where 63 oh. is very quickly. There you go. And if you just look through the post on a straight diagonal, you'll have seen us as well. There's only two options. I gave you two options. I mean, I didn't give you one option. That was the key. You, you need one option, don't you, Rob? Are we allowed to show yeah. up on your, when you edit it later on past paparazzi photos? No, because that just takes too much time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we, we, you did touch on it as well, Rob, and Dave, I know you want to as well. Our situation was such that, look, even at halftime, uh, we were up moving um, mm. during the amazing halftime entertainment <coughs> uh, that happened. Oh, yeah, I've got a first knock on my door. Give me a second. We've been too loud. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that little interlude. Got me a chance to play that Star Wars and all that music that I used to play <laughs> all the time. But uh, just random. A neighbour that used to live here six weeks ago just knocked on my door to ask if I was moving out. So happy days. Anyway, uh, we'll be talking about the sardine factor at Bank West, guys, because where we were, uh, we got moved on from standing at half time. Um, yeah, and it was very pleasant. Seconds. It wasn't, there was no, it was, I, it was fine. He just, just came along and just said, look, guys, you're not allowed to stand here. Please. Which is fine. We went and back yeah, to our we seats. It. It, was, it was a non-event. tried not to freeze. But at Bank West. And and my kids noticed it as well. Mate, they were all chock-a-block. Well, how did the sardines go, and Yeah, I mean, it looked, it, it really did look like it was fairly packed on that uh, eastern side. Uh <clears throat> But Do we have official crowd numbers for both games? Yes. Uh, Bank, they, Bankwest was 5,100. How many were they allowed to have? Quarter of the capacity, and I think it holds 30,000. So okay, okay. up to... So it wasn't more than six? No, no. Because they're all on the, they're all on the, the eastern side um, of the stadium. So um, yeah. I would have thought they didn't, didn't seem to have too many in the top tier. I would have thought that that would be safer for players to have the vast amount of people in the top tier. Um, I don't well, know. they try to spread them out all over, don't they? Throughout the whole grandstand. What's that? That's the point. Not that they weren't as spread. They're all in the bottom point. tier. Oh, they were all down the bottom, and there was none yeah. in the top. And look, the oh, only th- right. the only thing that concerns me is I, I wasn't on the ground for that game. I was actually in the front row. They blocked out the front row of um, the ends of the stadium for us. Um, mm. And I'll tell you, I mean, uh, there's a whole lot of yelling that goes on at footy at footy grounds. Now they've told you know, and I'm I'm, I'm being serious. Science, scientists have told us that singing and yelling is the worst thing you can do if you're a COVID carrier because you'll spread it a lot further. And there's people screaming like banshees behind me mm. at the game, um, you know. And yeah, but is it a good look to tell the fans that you're allowed to come to a game and not? That's irrelevant. Not, if not if they're putting the players at risk, then that's... I don't that, know. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought no, that... No, but they're not putting the players at risk. Yeah, they are. 
not from the yelling from the from the grandstands. I would have thought you standing next to each other and yelling. Yeah, but they're 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 possibly affecting everyone who's sitting around them. I would have thought that given that we're going to go with quarter capacity stadiums, uh, with not a whole lot of social distancing, that they might make people wear masks. I mean, Mm. you got to wear masks still um, in certain situations. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. These aren't the NRL rules though. These are like rules handed down by the. That's what NRL has to agree to, mate. Like that, they be the, yeah. they're the ones, that, and vice but versa. They, well, the NRL and every sporting code, I assume, will 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 do whatever they're allowed to do. It's the government that hands down the regulations and says this is how you got to do it. I think the government approves so, what the ideas are, from what I understand. Yeah. The, the NRL will put forward an idea, ah. and the government says yes or no. Um, and that's the reason that the NRL is playing, is because what they put forward to the government was accepted as yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So, fair call. Uh, so yes, very much a case of sardines in one place and one, well one, space in the other. One lady before we even went in, because we had to wait, we got there a bit early, so we had to wait and we we're outside. And one lady did make a good point where she said, "There's hardly anyone here, and it's the first game that we're allowed. It's the first home game cameras had or whatever. It's only one thousand five hundred tickets. You would have thought it would have got sold out really quick, hmm. and it didn't get sold out at all. Now it is Canberra, and it was very cold." It wasn't cold according to the locals. They reckon it was a, a tropical evening, a balmy evening. I was gonna, I was gonna sort of I say exactly at one stage. Didn't I? I mean, it's, it was a Friday night. It's a Friday night, and it's the first one that you're allowed to come back to. I would have thought a lot of people would have wanted to come. I think that's a that's a bit of a wake up call for a lot of things in regards to crowds and and sport. Is it because people don't want to? I don't come think it's a safety thing, or is it just sport in general, Look, or is it? Rob, you can have a theory. I think it. I think it's a bit of everything, mate. I think it was what you're saying. I think it's a. It was a cool night, okay. Um, COVID nineteen. Cool. What's that? It was really cold. Yeah, it was a cold night. COVID nineteen, and you can watch it on TV if you've got Fox for that one. So, TV can can keep people away. I mean, I love football. Don't get me wrong. I love football. But if I've got the ch- and, I've, and I've been to a lot of football games, as you can appreciate, but if I've got the chance to sit at home and order a pizza and drink a Canadian club, I will I do that. a pizza off menu log, wasn't it? Menu log, Canadian club, and watch it on Foxtel, I will. Uh, because I just think it's better. I just think it's better to sit at home, listen to the, listen to the uh, yeah, commentary, watch the, watch the replays, pick apart the ref's performance. I don't know. I jump at any chance I can get to go to the footy. I, I, I love watching it at home, but yeah. I don't get to go enough as it is, and I want to be at the games far more often. Yeah, I'm Whenever spoiled, I mate. Chance, I, I love to go to the game. Yeah, actually be at the ground so much better than watching it at home. The big games, I mean, obviously, I'm, I, you know, any big games that I haven't done in the last couple of years, I've, I've missed it when I haven't been at the ga- the game. But um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Um, did, what did you say, Warwick? That they may only made a certain amount of tickets available, or was it the quarter stadium rule? That was fifteen hundred was the limit. So, so I, 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 I don't know for a fact if it's sold out or not, but I know that I got lucky to get two days after they were on sale. So, what does it hold there? It holds about fifteen thousand, doesn't it? No, no, no. Canberra's twenty five, I think. Okay, so they could have had up to uh, six and a half thousand. People. No, there was a, that's this weekend, I think. I believe right. It has been increased, but it was only fifteen hundred the other night. But that but was the, the very next time. night. At Bankwest, it was quartered, well, 5,000 people. Well, New South Wales ACT, I think, is the... Ah, uh, you're right, yes. The difference in there. Uh, and I know that their Canberra game for this weekend against Melbourne, the way that... I don't know what the figure is. I'm pretty sure it's the quarter one, but they're 
the, the tickets went on sale today, this is Tuesday, to all the members who didn't go to the first game. Right. Tomorrow is all the members who didn't who went to that game get a window, mm-hmm. as in with the well, that members. explains a few And then years. Thursday, yeah. it'll be general public. So even that alone gives you a good, good indication that they're not so, expecting to sell out. It's so it wasn't the people, wasn't oh. the public that didn't go. They weren't allowed. It wasn't yeah, like it was the public the said, no, nah, we're not going to go. We're going to stay at home and order yeah. off menu log. We're, yeah. We can't go because we can only get 1,500 tickets. I was, I was surprised I could get there a ticket. Go. Yeah, but, but how many members have you got? 20,000? Should have mm. sold out. Mm. Anyway, well, uh, I, that was the road trip. It was good fun. Uh, I think uh, we got back to Robin's place in Camden about 11.30. Yep. Uh, got back to drop you home at 12.30. Happy days. Um, it's a good trip. Much would have preferred played in Canberra that night, but um, and been a little the, bit warmer. Hit the clubs, but it was, it was yeah. good fun. And uh, hey, I do have a reason to go back. We could, we can, we can work a sponsor. Do you in know here what? If you want to, Dave. I'll work a sponsor in here if you want to, Dave. Let's do that. What are we doing? Didn't I win something? Was it the, oh, Duxton? the Duxton, the Duxton Hotel? Hundred bucks, hundred bucks off you, a you meal. It was actually a hundred dollars. Giddy up, hundred dollars off up. a meal. How much did the meals cost? Well, as in a gift certificate of a hundred. Probably four hundred bucks. So So next time we go there, uh, we'll bring in my young uh, nephew. He'll come down. He's he's if he doesn't get a feed, medium rare, and and that game, he's going to be. I am going to be so unpopular because I wasn't very popular. I didn't take him anyway. After the break, we'll go around nine tips. Sorry, not the footy show episode two one nine. How long we gone for, mate? Forty eight. Do we have? Okay, we're back. Dave Chapman's in the house. Rob Cox is over there. And it's time for our round nine tips. It's super popular every single week, uh, Cocksmith. Yep. Um, I believe you had the Titans beating the Sharks last week. How'd that go for you? Not too good. I only got four from eight last week. But um, that's probably par for the course of my uh, my tipping career. I'm normally a shocker. Yep. Uh, Titans mm. made me look stupid. Yeah, they didn't play particularly well. Uh, Sharky's two decent weeks back-to-back for them. Oh, I went six from eight. I missed out on uh, the Roosters getting done by Melbourne. And Manly, I bet. And, and No, I got Manly. I got Newcastle versus oh, Manly. I missed out on the Broncos and the Warriors. <laughs> uh, thanks, Supercoach Seabold. First mention of Supercoach Seabold, and it's like 40 minutes in. I mean, mm. that's that's got to be a record, given mm. the, the proliferation of... Uh, are you proud of yourself, or are you like... The restraint is, is considerable. <laughs> Uh, get to the games this weekend, and what we'll do through here is we'll um, discuss if there's any teams that have particularly taken our fancy. It's a barn burner. I love using that term, but barn burner Thursday night. Cowboys and Roosters. Uh, thoughts? How is it a barn burner? Being sarcastic, though. Cowboys and Roosters. Well, look, the Cowboys haven't haven't you know struck a match all year, have they? Really? I mean, they've done nothing. I think I think think it's lucky that that Seabold has has had such a shocker this year. He's taken the pressure off Paul Green. Paul Green must just wake up on a Monday morning going, "Thank God for Seabold," because the pressure's not on him. Put that on a t-shirt and smoke it. They've they've done nothing, Mm. nothing. And get this, and they've got a decent team on the wing. What's that? Val Holmes, Val Holmes on the wing I thought he might end up on the wing. I said that a few weeks ago, didn't I? Best winger in the world, Val Holmes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, look, it's better. I guess it's better to be in North Queensland than it is to be in the NFL right now. Uh, you know. So, who knows? Who Roosters knows? by how many, Dave? Twelve plus. 
It'll be more than that one. It'll be 18. But plenty. Yeah. Plenty. And there's no Boyd coordinator. There's no Daniel Tupu either. But they'll they'll yeah, still no. win by plenty. <clears throat> the Roosters yeah. bring in Ryan Hall, international winger, and Mitchell Orbison, so they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll put a number on the Cowboys. It's their senator has them organised and... Yeah. Uh, Kiri... I still can't believe they lost the game the other week, actually, to be fair. Uh, Titans and Warriors. This one is uh, Friday, the early game. I could care less. Is that the correct saying? Or I couldn't care less? I'm asking you, Dave. Which one is the correct way of saying that? I've always said couldn't care less. That's what I thought it was. Well, the American American way is could care less. The Australian way is couldn't care less. And I I subscribe to the Australian way. Because I couldn't, care less. I couldn't care less. I care so little that I couldn't care yes. less. That's right. See, what so we're doing here on this show is we're, mean... we're, we're bringing language apart. Yeah, linguistics. Together. That's what we that's do. That's the word. Here's uh, the thing. It is a tough one to pick, I think. That's not a, that's not a straightforward pick. I mean, I'm going to go Titans, but the Warriors could, could do it. I'm going Warriors. Yeah. Put me down mm. for a Warriors. Was it? Yeah, put me down for the Warriors as with well. I, I was and, nice to them last week. With onion and sauce, please. They're, they're playing with passion. Yeah, what's well, good passion? But, you know, good. Um, yeah, Titans, Warriors, yeah. Good luck to you if you have any real view on this game at all. Uh, Rabbitohs, Tigers on Friday night. Uh, Rabbitohs have beaten up bad teams. The Tigers got woken up again by a good team. Mm. And uh, I don't really have a, have a preference here. It's this another is, one that I think is not easy. Yeah, I'm going to go Rabbitohs, but only because of reputation from the last few years and nothing else. And it's a little bit silly gone. And by the way, my tipping this year hasn't been that good. So, mm. I, the only thing I think about here is I think it's probably a playoff for eighth and ninth, um, ultimately mm. for these two. And I think Souths. I like the Tigers though. I really like the Tigers um, as far as a team goes. I just think without Leilua, and I mean I'm not saying that Cheekam isn't going to be able to fill the hole, but Without Leilua there, and uh, I love Harry Grant though. How am I going to go Tigers? Mm. So, uh, He's doing I'm, really well. I'm going to go South. I'm going to go South. Um, right not now, that I've got want, South as well. Not that I want uh, them to win, but yeah. Alex Twal, if he was playing, I'd be more inclined to go with the Tigers. I think just up front, yeah, where the Tigers' advantage is, mm. you have Twal in that mix, and I, I think it's better. Uh, South just show us something because they were very lackluster against the Bulldogs the other night. Yep. Sharks and Panthers. This is the Saturday three o'clock game. Mm. Panthers. Mm. Panthers. Panthers. They're too organized. And why Panthers, Rob? I know you want to talk about them. Too organized, mate. I just think they're they're looking like a, a bit of a well-oiled machine. They will lose games before the end of the year. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, because I don't know that they're the best team in the comp at the moment, um, or that they may not they may not be the best team this year. But mm. I think they're I think they're good enough. Um, and I think that they're on the improve. I, I really love the look of Cleary. I've always said that. Some people think I've got a man crush on Cleary, and I don't. But I just, I really like how cool-headed he is. I love how... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. We're talking about Nathan, because Ivan was the one that stood up and looked. I love them both. Fan. I love them both. <laughs> on Saturday night. Uh, I wouldn't say that was uh, cool as under pressure. Yeah, look, uh, I mean, no, I, I think it was cool under pressure. He didn't blow up. Apparently the fan was giving him what for, and he just blew a kiss. Uh, which probably irritates the, the Tigers fans more than... Um, Understandably. Well, because, you know, coach. yeah, he was the coach oh, for five well. minutes and left the place and signed a few people that maybe 
shouldn't have been signed. But hey, that's that's water under the bridge. Uh, now I, I love the look of Nathan Cleary. I, I like how mm-hmm. what he's developing into uh, a game, a real good game manager, and a real cool head and and ability way beyond his years even now. Um, yeah, I, I I really like him. But everyone else, the, the, the team this year just looks more rounder with Appy Corusau there. Jerome Lawai is getting better by the week. Um, He's good luck. You know, and uh, I liked I liked the I like what I saw the other night with the Tigers. There was a little bit of complacency, but they're a young team, so um, they're getting better and better. Let me just throw this at you: the last four weeks, Penrith have blown a ten 0 lead against Power. Yep. Then they've beaten Melbourne in a really tough game. Accounted for South pretty well, and then they've beaten Tigers in another tough game. Mm-hmm. They've been up for four weeks. Yep. Like, Fully up for four weeks. Yep. The Sharks have just had two really strong wins. Sean Johnson's playing pretty well. You're saying Sharks are on the improvement? No, I'm, I, I just, if I'm a Panthers fan, I'm a little bit worried about this game because they've, they've been up for four weeks. Is this the one where they just drop off a little bit? I mean, I'm not, it's just a theory. It's not necessarily what I'm 100% believing, but it's just one of those things that you have that really strong month and then yeah. a team like the Sharkies might be able to get you. I'm picking Penrith, but let's mm. just be aware. Good point. Good point, uh, but I just think they're going to have too much class. So, like I say, they're, they're going to lose a couple of more games this year. Uh, what have we got? What are we going to do? Round nine this week, so we've got eleven yep. games to go, including this week of the season proper. Yeah, I, I don't know what their draws like, but I imagine they're going Speaking to. Speaking of teams losing, uh, Cox Smith, <laughs> Broncos and Bulldogs. Yes, how good. We have two of the uh, heavyweights of the um, last ten years going at it. Mm. Brisbane. Are they going to come back? Are they going to have a bounce back or are they just going to continue to... Mate, they've lost to the Titans and Warriors back-to-back. If they had any dreams of making the eight, they had to win these last two matches. They had to win this match as well. They had to win these three games. I don't think they're trying to make the eight. Isn't that like a foregone conclusion? Well, apparently you don't rebuild in Brisbane is what Steve Renoff came out this week. You don't. It's not acceptable to ever rebuild if you're the Broncos. Yeah, well, that's been said before was they're not a rebuild kind of club. I yeah. think they're going to have to rebuild. Yeah, but though. if you find yourself in the position where you have to, you have yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the hurricane of 2020 has blown through, and they need to um, rebuild uh, and restructure and restaff in some areas. The biggest question coming into this match is what outfit will Anthony Seabold wear? He's tried the Colonel Mustard, no luck. He's had the plaid, no luck. He's had the white with the forex, oh. no luck. He's going to do Professor Plum. Professor Plum in the in the pantry with the Jeez. candlestick. Is that Jeez, what we're saying? I'd love yeah. to see him in a maroon suit. I really would. I don't know if we're going to see the maroon suit. I think it's the the peak of fashion. I would love to there, see that in a and a and a felt uh, or a velour maroon top oh, hat. Velvet, but uh, top yes, hat. Velvet draped in velvet. Sorry, a large top hat draped in maroon velvet. But I don't know. If we're going to see that. I think the I think Colonel Mustard's going to be back into house. Yeah, I think it will be as well. Here we go. Broncos and Bulldogs, lads. Now, listen, is is Kieran Foran really doing that well? He's playing well. Is, had... he, is he lifting the team enough so that the Bulldogs are going to well, continue to lift and the Broncos are going to continue you, to You cannot fault, as far as I'm concerned, how he's playing with the mm. players around him at the moment. That's, he's going well, mate. Yeah, I, I think he is. I think he's going well. But I don't think he's going well enough to beat the Broncos. I, I'm going to have to go to the Broncos. I know that I know. With all of that said, what we said before, I've got mm. to go to the Broncos this week. I can't pick it. The the emotion that they showed at the end of the game, I think, was genuine. 
which sometimes it doesn't matter how hard you try, but I've got a feeling that they're going to come out and pull it together. But in the face of four and he's lifting those dogs, they're not playing that badly. The dogs. I just can't score points. That's the issue for the dogs. Mm. I'm going to go a draw. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that's definitely not agreeing with us. I'll, I'll give you that though. Um, I'm going Canterbury. I can't pick Brisbane for the third straight week against an inferior opponent. It's just, it's going to hurt me too much. So I'll take the loss if they get up, but dogs for me. Uh, Raiders and Storms, uh, I think it's Saturday night as well. Um, not easy because Melbourne played the best game of footy I've seen them play yeah. this season yeah. uh, last week. And True. let's be honest, they got lucky in the win anyway. And the um, opposition let themselves almost get beaten by the Dragons. Mm, well, 22 nil. Uh and then Dave woke up in Canberra. Um, <clears throat> after that, big issues for Canberra. No C.S. Oliola, no Horsburgh still. Uh, Dunamis Louie and K.O. O'Donnell are the guys that have come in. Curtis Scott's now on an extended bench. Melbourne probably won't have Munster back yet, but they have, I don't know if he's dropped or injured, but Vinavalu gone. Rob, have you been down to Melbourne lately? Uh, Hopefully not. No. Uh, last last year was the late what latest. Closing okay. What do you want me to have? COVID. In Melbourne? They're not playing in Melbourne. They're playing in Canberra. I know they're playing in Canberra where it's freezing cold. But are the Melbourne Knights used to freezing? They've cold? actually been on the Sunshine Coast. I mean, to put your yeah, of course, idea of course. Well, Raiders mm. hands down. Okay. The cold weather, I'm telling you, it plays it plays a part. Like they don't move the same, and people like Corey Norman end up kicking the ball out on the floor. <laughs> that was last week, mate. Um, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Raiders. Raiders for mine. We had a conversation, uh, a brief text conversation today. I think the Raiders are gone for 2020. I don't think they've got the depth to get through this year. Same bloke that said the Dragons were going to make the eight this year, two weeks ago. But yeah. yeah, but that was hopeful. <laughs> that was hopeful talk, mate. Um, okay. Sorry. What I'm saying is, is without Emre Gula, without Horsburgh, without Sia Soliola, yeah, they've got some injuries. Um, I don't know that if they're going to have the firepower on the field. Um, once the whips start to crack. I mean, a couple of those might be back, but I just don't think they're going to be very fit. I like the Raiders. I do like the yeah. Raiders. Ricky and I get along fantastically these days. He didn't tell me to FO at all last week, which is very good. I did point my camera at him a couple of times, and I basically loaded the gun for him, and he didn't pull the trigger, thankfully. <laughs> so we are officially allies. I love the Raiders. I want the Raiders to win as many games as they can, I think they'll win this week, but I don't know if they're going to win a grand final this year. That's all I'm going to say. My comeback to you was around the injuries. If this happened on the eve of the semifinals, I'm with you 100%. Because mm. you can't you can't recover from that in the space of a month. Mm. There's still 11 <clears throat> weeks of the season to go plus finals. If Ricky Stewart can find a way to patch those holes and the rest of the team starts playing to the level that we hope Canberra can, mm. or I can anyway, uh, then I, I'm not writing them off because this competition is no slam dunk as much as you want to look at the Roosters and say that they are on the next level. Injuries can and will happen. Yeah, absolutely. And true. no team, and before Parramatta fans kill me because we haven't mentioned Parramatta, I think it's the first time we've mentioned Parramatta and we're at the hour mark. Very proud of that one. Uh, it's not, it's not their competition. It's not their competition. You can't say you've won it after nine rounds. It's just yeah. not the way it works. So my viewpoint is... If Ricky can find a way to get that forward pack to work, I didn't mm. mind Joe Tapine in the prop rotation last week. He'll probably go back to lock this week. But Bateman will come back at some stage. Mm. Um, 
And yeah, I actually think Canberra this weekend as well. I'm with you guys. Uh, Knights and Eels Sunday afternoon. Where at? This is at Newcastle. First at Newcastle. home game for the Knights since round one. I think Newcastle have been playing well, but they've not they've not quite captured me enough to think that they're like a really great team this year. They might be on the rise and all the rest of it, but I, the Eels. I can't go past the Eels. I, they're playing so well, and I could be wrong, but I just... Nice Still no Mitchell Moses for right uh, Parramatta. Oh, uh, no, of course not. And Callum Ponga should back up after copying a head knock on the weekend. Uh, Newcastle won another game with 15 players. That's the second time this year they've done that. What are your thoughts, Rob? I'm going Newcastle at home. Yeah, I'm going Newcastle just because of the Moses factor um, and because it's their first game in front of... What will, what will be a reduced crowd, but I just think they might get up in front of their in front of their crowd this week. Yep. My viewpoint is hard to back that up, and my worry with the Knights is just that physical nature of the game last weekend. Para they rolled over North Queensland pretty easy by the end of that game. Mm. I know there's no Mitch Moses, but apparently King Gaffer is the greatest fullback ever to walk the earth. So I'm going with Parramatta as well. Okay. Uh, Dragons and Seagulls. That's uh, the final game. Where at? E. Where at? Uh, this is at Wollongong, I think. Why is there an E there? There's no E. I got I got no interest in this game at all. That's mm. what I mean. Like eek. Oof. Mm. Seagulls are going to win. You reckon? Yeah, the Seagulls are doing well. This is the thing. I I think the Seagulls are doing better this year than Knights. They got more. They got more in their side that excites me and more potential to pull it all together to be a better side at the end of the year. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't not saying that. I disagree. I don't know about that. Um, who's missing out of the manly side? Tommy Turbo. Still no Trubovich. AFB. Anyone for Saints out? Uh, no, but they've got Tarek Sims back, and. Hunt will start the game at Hooker and McInnes is at lock. I'm going to go Saints in an upset. I'm going to go Saints. Sorry, I've, I've sometimes just got to stick with the team, you know. I'm not mm. going to be right, but I just, why not? I'm coming dead last in our tipping contest, so what does it matter? <laughs> Blake um, is a massive loss on the field. Um, DC was pretty impressive, but he couldn't do it all against Newcastle last week. And Ruben Garrett's not offering enough at fullback. It's got to do something about that. They need, they need some sort of secondary playmaker there, especially with no Dylan Walker. But this is in Georgia Lawara, circa 2019-2020. They've got all the players in the world in their team, and they still just, do nothing. Yeah, you're just waiting for them to just crack it and, and pull it all together, and it just doesn't happen. And I know if I pick St. George, I am going to be livid with myself. So just, just do pick it. Him. Just pick him. All right, I'll pick him. Yep. Good. Because <laughs> Rob said so. Yeah, because Rob said so. Because I like to agree <laughs> with Rob every chance we get. We will wrap up the show here on episode 219 just in a few seconds. Not the footy show. Okay, we're back. Last last call here on Not the Footy Show episode 219. There's been some debate in the break whether we are at 219 or 220. I think 220 is next week. Roberto, uh, anything you want to talk about, lads? I'm opening the floor. I think DC's got a couple of things he wants to get off his chest and maybe one dirty thing he wants to get off his face too, but we'll see about that. You're not watching the podcast on YouTube, you're missing out. (laughs) Come on, DC, unleash. I'm dead set doing a podcast with Ned Kelly. Let's just be fair. Absolutely you are. Absolutely you are. 
That's good. You said you had That's something really to say. Know. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Do you need some thinking I'm sure music? I've got stuff, but I don't know. I don't know what it is. Want some thinking music? What have I got? What have I got? Was remind me. No, he's got nothing. Was he's, he's got out. nothing. I've got he's nothing. Out. What am I? Welcome back, DC. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, so good, so good. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not easy, sure is it? It's, it's filling time. Not that easy, is it, Dave? Mm, not that easy. <laughs> hey, one thing I wanted to mention: we we it's haven't fun. really touched too much oh. on the Bronco. We did a little bit on on Seabold's outfit. Yeah. Is he going to get an assistant coach? What are your thoughts? Was uh, will he get a Kearney Keeney Carney? Will he get a, 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 a Garden Gnome Walters? Who's he going to get? What's going to happen? Nothing. Can I not care? You've got nothing either. DC. Care? Any thoughts? Why, no, why, I don't know if you can not care. Why is that not care? Like, that's worthy of caring about. We, we discussed a little bit of it last week in regards yeah, but, to who it could be. But, but I think if it's going to happen, it's probably going to happen in the next week or two. Kearney It'll was, Kearney was cited Kearney. up at... He was cited up at Suncorp, not that night, but the night before. Uh, sorry, not, uh, not at the Broncos game, but the night before the Broncos at Suncorp. He was spotted up there watching the Melbourne Storm game in the crowd. So he is lurking around Brisbane at the moment. Uh, so yeah. I wonder. He's, and he's been an assistant coach there before, hasn't he? To Wayne Bennett, correct? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it could well be Carney, Kenny Kearney. We'll see. Dave, you, you said yes, you had something, yeah, Dave. What do you I, got? Can't, I can't see it being him. I just don't. It just doesn't. I've been very wrong about coaches in the past, but I, that will surprise me if it's him. Mm. Mm. Who's it going to be then? Anything if it's else, gonna... Dave, you might have to you got nothing there. I've got nothing. There should be <laughs> stuff that I want to be angry about. You need I... to take notes, Dave. Take mm. notes, brother. So when I, if I'd sent, I said something to Rob this afternoon. I said, anything you want to cover tonight? You know what Rob said back to me? What? Rob? Whatever you want. <laughs> That's not the right answer. That's basically translation for, I've got like one thing and I need filler. Yeah, but I mean. So you're upset with us that we don't have enough content for you to go to. to no, no, I'm saying you've got the opportunity and. Throw something. See if it sticks. Just like a Seabold game plan. <laughs> Actually, tell that, you that's a lie. Actually, that's that's the complete opposite of what he probably does. I reckon he's got the exact same thing on the board every single day. When Pain you're on, pass, when you're on a good thing, stick to tackles. it. Sorry, mate? When you're on a good thing, stick to it. That's it. The Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Come on, Dave. I'll tell you one Last thing. Chance. I'll tell you one thing. Here we go. Strap yourselves in, kids. Strap yourselves in because everyone else go. is wrong. Here we go. We've got so much player talent that we are not going to spread ourselves thin if we if we expand. You are wrong about this. I think we're going to have to wait and see with the NRL. I, I think expansion is on the table, especially with Volandis there. Um, and I think it should be on the table, but I just wonder I just wonder where and how long do we have to wait? You know. Let me put this to you then. Under your way of thinking, what is the future of rugby league? 16 teams for uh, the next 10 years. For the next 20 years, for the next 30 years. Yeah, because there'll never be a stronghold. There'll never be an interest in anywhere else unless you put a team there. Does it have to be? Yes. There's money to be had, so yes. <laughs> Proven beyond doubt by the Swans and the, and the Lions. Not the show. 
Dave got something. He, he got it off his chest, but he doesn't look very happy. He doesn't look very happy now. He's annoyed, I can tell. <laughs> it's because the same <laughs> argument that he did for three hours on yeah, the trip down. Is that what you were trying to get out response? of him? No. Oh. I was hoping you wouldn't even bring that up. Oh. <laughs> but if you'd like to see what the name of the Brisbane team that I think should happen, uh, check out YouTube because I actually did a whole video on it. It's 15 minutes long, almost as long as Dave's um, I've got nothing to say uh, section at the end of the podcast right there. Well, you got me started and I, I had a rant. You've got no one to blame but yourself. Is it the Brisbane Buccaneers? Software is so good. That's why I'm, there's more DC needed in this in this show. You guys just agree you decide. You let us know, people. You need a bit more controversy, a bit more different <laughs> opinion. Mm. You agree with that, Rob? Why not? I'm cool. So I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. Whatever, whatever happens, happens. Right. Uh, you can get uh, Mr. DC. Are you on Twitter at all? Like, oh, ever? No, I've got an account, but I don't. Okay, and well, I tagged it today. And Instagram, who cares? Uh, what are you doing, people? R-O-B-B-C-O-X over there. Now, Rob. Yep. We had a discussion last week, but um, yeah. How'd the sharing of the podcast go for you? The what? <laughs> what did you say? The sharing. Oh, the sharing I still haven't put anything up. I'm going to put something up this week, okay? You want my Instagram feed? I'll give you the password. You can put. You can litter it with. <laughs> <laughs> with not the full I don't, I don't want it that way. I don't want it that way. What do you want it? Uh, Facebook? But you can get him on Twitter and Instagram, R-O-B-B-C-O-X, uh, facebook.com slash general podcast, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash W Nicholson. Mm. I'm an NRL tweet. Dave, you're nowhere. Are you, wanting, are you wanting me to share it? Are you wanting me to get on my Twitter account? Sure, share get on your Facebook page. and share that you're on the episode and tell them to really look at the last 20 minutes when you just... When I chuck them into Oh, you went nuts. <laughs> um, talking about apples, the green growth. Apples, start calling yes. Them. Ned Kelly, the greengrocer. How about them apples? apples That's what you get saying. That's what I should name the podcast. How about them apples? Yep, those five dollar apples. <laughs> you can get for a dollar if you go to Gold Coast Suns because they make heaps of money. Uh, that's episode two one nine. Dave, pleasure to have you. Thanks, mate. As always, um, except for the last fifteen minutes. No, that was uh, the best bit. <laughs> Rob, uh, enjoy whatever the week has got in store for you, and oh, uh, we will. Well, I don't know when we'll have our dinner. That never happened. When we're allowed out again. Yeah, when we're allowed out again. Hopefully that doesn't, uh, what's happening in uh, Victoria doesn't yes. turn its way to New South Wales because there is one big implication in all that, everybody. If it gets to New South Wales, rugby league is um, Dead stopping again. Just yep. be aware of that. Uh, we'll speak to you next time on Not The Footy Show. Thanks, gentlemen. Thanks, mate. See you later. Enjoy your league, league lovers. Pep, sir. Not The Footy Show. Show. G'day, League Lovers. Welcome to episode 219, I believe, W.D. Nicholson of That's Not The Footy Show. Guess what? Mr. DC is back. I'm back, baby. Q, um, Mr. Costanza doing that. Now, well, we've got to introduce the other fella first. <laughs> That'd be a good start. There's, there's another fella here as well. What's your name? Oh, well, I'll ask him, mate. How about I start again? That's great. That's the intro. This That's is the best intro no, ever. That's terrible. We'll do it again. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's... People's escape is people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of. Not the show. Pepsi.